Hi, it's Brett Hill here. If you thought last year's Wellness Summit was big, just wait for the 2015 edition. There's new speakers, a new venue, new exhibitors, new everything, and we would love to have you there. Our selection of two-for-one tickets sold out in less than 48 hours last year, so if you want to join 600 like-minded health and wellness enthusiasts, as well as your favorite Wellness Couch podcasters, then make sure you go to www.thewellnesscouch.com and register for the early bird list. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to The Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts, Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damien Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the 200th episode of The Wellness Guys. I'm Lawrence Tam. I'm Damien Kristoff. And I'm Brett Hill. And this is The Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicated to bringing wellness to our lives for 200 times. We are so excited for this particular episode. And more importantly, because it's the first episode we've actually done all together uh, for quite some time now. Uh, you know, Brett's been traveling. You know, he's the rock star right now at the mm-hmm. moment. He's been traveling everywhere. Mm-hmm. Can't catch up with that guy. Paleo, and, Brett. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so welcome back, uh, guys. It's uh, really great to have everybody on. And today, we actually, since it's our 200th episode, we actually decided to bring on a special guest on today to uh, kind of run the episode and... Uh, let him take control. It's uh, our famous, I guess, uh, podcaster, Marcus Pierce, our CEO from The Wellness Couch, our, uh, my co-host on Inside Champions Mind, uh, the co-host of The 100 Not Out with Damien. Welcome to the 200th episode, Marcus Pierce. Very humbling invitation, boys. Thanks so much for having me on the 200th episode of The Wellness Guys. Congratulations to the three of you. been a phenomenal achievement by all three. I don't think you would have thought this was going to be happening uh, what would it be? Four years ago, far out. How uh, how excited are you to turn the tables here, MP? It's, it is. It's not every day that I actually get to interview you boys. So, um, although Damien's probably just feeling a little bit nervous because he struggles to get a word in when we do 100 Not Out, but um, we kind of turn the tables on inside the champion's mind because LT always shares his wisdom. But I'm looking forward to asking you guys so much about this amazing achievement that is 200 episodes. And um, if you're okay, I want to turn the table straight away and get into this because there's a lot of stuff that people want to know about how this came to be. Okay. Yeah, sounds okay. good to me. Right. I was going to say something because it was nearly two minutes before I got to say something. And I had to say something, <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing I really want to say. But I'm really Not excited. Counting. <laughs> no, I'm actually timing it. Um, thanks so much, Marcus, for you know interviewing us. I'm so happy. Okay, now you can talk. All right, all right now. First of all, we, you've told the story a number of times about how you you all came to be. You, you met each other at seminars and everything else. But one thing that I don't think we've really, uh, I think a lot of people would love to know is when you decided to do this, I know you said, oh, look, you know, will we do seminars or will we do videos? And then you decided on podcasts. But what did you actually truly want to create together? Was it just an opportunity to get some experience in this new thing called podcasting? Or what did you all think, all right, this is what we're going to create? Lawrence, you're going to have to answer this one because I didn't even know what a podcast was. When I, was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, so I definitely wasn't trying to get into this thing called podcasting, Marcus. So I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, well, we I heard a podcast um, and uh, once, and I was like, wow, like these these two guys were just talking, and um, and I thought to myself, I'm like, we can do, I can do this. Like, I don't know why. It just I just had this thought. I'm like, we can do this. And I called up Brett. I go, Brett, 
you ever think about doing radio? That's the only thing I knew about podcasting. It was like sort of like radio <laughs> online. Yeah. And then, um, you know, and then uh, we just got Damien on, on board and uh, the three of us got, yeah, let's do this. And the thing is, is that, you know, one thing you got to know about these guys is that they're, they're like quick starts. And uh, all three of us, I think, are quick starts. We got an idea. We're just going to go <laughs> and do it. So, which means that we don't know, you know, what we're going to talk about. We just said, all right, well, what does that mean? We said, okay, we're just going to record. And so the three of us said, okay, well, why don't we just record, you know, now? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, I need preparation. Don't say, I need. He's you know. like stressed out. I you was totally stressed, stressed out. Like stressed out. <laughs> and so uh, I think we just sort of just got together and just go. All right, well, let's press record. What are we going to talk about? And uh, that's pretty much for the last 200 episodes have been like that. We go, jump on board. <laughs> what most people don't realize is that we basically come on board the show and go, "What are we going to talk about today?" Well, and actually, just, what was amazing was only a few weeks before that. It was like it was a few weeks before that. Um, Lawrence and I had been recording for Wellness 2.0, I think, hadn't we, mate? And um, we're doing this thing called Wellness 2.0 because we thought that what we might do is educate chiropractors about wellness and how they could put wellness into their practices, um, and but also at the same time um, be seen as a trusted advisor. And so we wanted to coach chiropractors. And so we tried this thing off a size, didn't we, mate? And it just seemed so much hard work for such little interest and such little return. And we thought, oh, it's got to be easier ways. And and I'd throw my hands up in the air. I was working on breakfast cereal and, you know, in practice and all that sort of stuff. And LT was off, um, you know, doing seminars and all that sort of thing. And that's when he bumped into Brett. And, uh, and you know, the moment they bumped into each other and they looked in each other's eyes, the, the rest was history, I suppose, you know? So, so did the philosophy switch then? Because the power of the wellness guys, which is then grown on to be the wellness couch, is that it's educating the masses. It's not educating just health professionals. It's actually having more of an impact on the general public than it is on health professionals. So did you have a change of heart that you were like, we're barking up the wrong tree here, let's just get the information out to you know, the people that are they're clearly craving it more? I, I think it's it's really important. Um, I, I'm happy to disclose this. I think at the beginning, we had the intention to um, educate chiropractors and health professionals, I yeah. believe. I, that was my intention. Anyways. Yeah, I think um, that still stayed the same. It yeah, was just and, that podcasting seemed to be a bit easier than video, didn't it? Yeah, it was just one of those races to, to really give a form to chiropractors or health professional, naturopaths or whoever to take some of the ideas that we talk about and get them to educate the, their clientele. That's how it, that was our intention. Mm. But yeah. we didn't get any traction, like from the health <laughs> We didn't right. get any we love. Said, we, like, got that's, that's, we got nothing. It was yeah. like you know, we threw out this carrot, and uh, and everyone went for I don't know another vegetable. But all but all of the general public were listening, <laughs> yeah. so to speak. But yeah. it wasn't yeah. so much the health professionals. And you're like, well, it's still in many ways goal accomplished, isn't it? Well, in a really well, short I can space of time. My goal. I can remember my goal initially being more about the general public LT because I can remember speaking to you at that first seminar where we met and I was sort of saying, well, look, it's cool that there's all this great information at these seminars because we go to these chiro seminars or naturopathy seminars or whatever it happens to be and there's just this amazing information in the room and everyone in the room sort of nodding and smiling and going, yeah, isn't this great? And then you walk out the door and it's just completely different and you realize that no one else outside of that is kind of getting access to this information and it wasn't being spread and shared. So... I think right from the start, I was I was pretty keen to see it get out to some more of the general public as well. Well, yeah. that's true, but it's the intention of having our the, you know our health professionals, our colleagues, to help leverage that and to yeah. get yeah. it out there faster. Um, and it didn't happen that way, and so we we adapted and we adopted, adapted, adopted, whatever. We changed the game <laughs> plan, and um, and not a game plan in a sense, but we just you know we gravitated to where the listeners were, and the listeners were the general public, and um, and that's where we got the feedback from. We just kept on going with that, and we didn't really actually need. 
uh, the health profession has spread the message as much as we thought we did. I think what you guys have been able to achieve is that you've actually made a lot of this, like you said, Brenda, you wanted this to become accessible to the general public. And, you know, if you look at 200 episodes now, you think probably between 120 and 150 of them have been have been guests. You think of some of the health experts that you've had on. I mean, recently there was Mark Sisson. Um, you've had obviously Rob Wolf. I think of um, I think of Tim Ferriss. I think of Wheat Belly, um, uh, Davis, uh, William Davis. You think of how accessible you've made this for the thousands of people that tune in every week. That millions. They're actually millions. being able to well, one point five million a year, as yeah. we like to remind millions. people. Millions. But you think millions. of. <laughs> You think of how accessible that you've made this. Can you think of particular interviews, particularly guests, and maybe some of the feedback that you've had where you go, oh, my gosh, we just made such an impact in people's lives because of that interview that we just conducted? Yeah. yeah, I, I don't reckon the one that I hear the most about is one of our very first episodes. I think it was like episode three or something where we spoke about the food pyramid. <laughs> and yeah. I have so many people come up to me and go, that first interview you did, or that first episode you did, it wasn't an interview, it was just us chatting. And they said, that first one where you spoke about the food pyramid and sort of pulled that apart and told us what you think of it, that actually changed my life. Like that really, the first time made me analyze it and change the way I was eating it. It's That's the one that I probably get the most re- reference back to. Wow, that's episode number two. <laughs> really? <laughs> heaps of people, heaps of people have told me about that one. And Maybe that's why they all it. stopped listening. Like they hear that. Oh, we were terrible back then. Yeah, we were terrible. (laughs) Really bad. (laughs) Um, What about you, LT? Or Bredo? Damo? Sorry? Well, no, I don't actually get a whole lot of feedback from people. Um, people, Apart from people saying, you know, I love it to bits. Or, you know, we see, I meet a lot of people in practice um, as a result of the wellness guys, uh, which is fabulous. And I love meeting all the people that listen to it and want to seek us out. I love that to bits. So, but there's not actually one really that's that I get a lot of feedback from. Um, but there's some that I really enjoyed. You know, I, I really enjoyed interviewing Lauren Cordain. I really because I I'd spoken with him on stage, and so I enjoyed speaking with him. Um, I loved Sean Croxton because he made it about real food. You know, just just eat real food, Jeff. The whole Jeff principle, which I loved to bits because that's what I talk about as well. And so you know, it was very self serving for me to have someone else validate what I was talking about, which which I loved to bits. Also, I loved that double episode that we did with Cindy. O'Mir- um, in yes. the early days, you know, that really was groundbreaking for us to think that we could actually have an interview that would last two interviews, you know, the, the span of two weeks, um, which created an enormous amount of interest in, uh, in what we're doing. And of course, Cindy um, is a rock star herself. And, uh, and that was great. You need for us. to understand, Marcus, that when we first started, Damien wanted our episodes to be five minutes long. I did. Five minutes? <laughs> I did. I wanted like really With short, three punchy hosts? Things. I did. That was, that was, that was pushing hard for five minutes. Yeah, he was. <laughs> That's True. about 105 seconds each. Yeah. Imagine me. Oh, That'd be half of my questions. And, and then half the, the worst question. part was the, uh, you know, the listeners would be saying, you guys need to do this every day. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Imagine LT committing to something every day. It would be crazy. Well, then let me ask you then, did you ever consider stopping? Have you ever considered, with all the busyness of life, and you were in three different time zones for a long period of time, did you ever consider pulling the pin within these 200 episodes? Yes. Yeah. How far in? (laughs) I want to ask the hard questions. How far in? When you're getting all this feedback and everyone's saying how much they love it, but you've still got lives to live. How far? I reckon it was... um, 
it was probably the second summer and Lawrence was still on Western Australian time. And we were pushing like interviews at 10.15, 10.30 at night, Eastern Standard Time. And I was like, you know what? This is such hard work. I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that excited to start this late. And anyway, so it was, it was kind of that. It was just, it was just a timing thing. And then I was finding that, you know, every Sunday I was making sure that I was coming back from wherever I was. It could have been a couple of hours away from, you know, where I'd record at home. And I was like, Oh, this is so <laughs> tough. Like I just want to hang out. Like I just want to take it easy. And, but, um, but the voice kept me on track, you know, and you know, Lawrence would sometimes call and, you know, I'd be late to the call because I honestly, I couldn't be stuffed sometimes, but it was, and I'm, <laughs> but, but I'm so glad that we're here at 200 episodes because I still thoroughly enjoy it. Like I, I'm actually speaking with a smile on my face and because I enjoy it. I, I really do enjoy it, but there was tough times for sure. Uh, well, don't forget the episode that Damien Christoph did at his friend's house on the iPad in the car. In the car, I forgot about it <laughs> on three G. That's right. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But you guys, I think you guys have done the same thing, haven't you? Done it. You've done it too, LT. Yeah, I was actually on my phone uh, interviewing Dan Churchill. Uh, Dan Churchill. Um, right. I was at the uh, science center <laughs> at, <right>. uh, <laughs> outside, and I remember on the phone, I was covering my mic as much as I could. I was outside. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Um, yeah, Brett. So you you said you thought about it. When when did you want to quit? Wasn't episode yeah, mine two? Yeah, was probably mine was probably about eighteen <laughs> months ago, and uh, and I was just going through lots of stuff in my own life, yeah. and uh, and I just got to the stage where I just went, why am I doing this? Like, is this what I want to keep doing? Is it is it? What? And and it was nothing to do with really the wellness guys. It was probably me questioning everything that was going on in my life at that time. Uh, but I sort of I really did get to the stage where I was just like, oh, you know, do I want to keep going? And uh, and it really was just thinking about all the stories of the people who've made changes. You know, mm. that was what just made me go, nah, this is worthwhile. You know, I, I started thinking about it. And for me, and I know, Marcus, you're probably intending on asking this question later on, but for me it's, a, it's the stories where people share about kids, um, which really make me think of my own kids. And, and, you know, Lawrence often talks about the legacy that you leave. And, and I think that's what really got me through that and just made me go, no, this is, this is important. This is something I just have to do. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm never a quitter, so I've got to champion mine. So, here we go. Get the, get the clinic. Know, and people are going to want to know this. How did the term, who originated the term Mr. Perfect? Who takes credit for it? Oh, it wasn't me for sure. It's got to be you, Damo, I reckon. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm the kind of guy who tickles people in the ribs. I would have done that for sure. Yeah. Um, but no, LT, it wouldn't be quitting. It would be like calling it a day for you. It wouldn't be quitting. <laughs> like it would be like I'm, I'm going to resign or I'm going to pull ripcord. There's something where you would have actually said, okay, enough's enough. Like it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been that you were going to quit. But did, actually, you, no. did you ever feel like you were going to pull the ripcord? Not for wall, not for the wellness guys. I've definitely felt it with the wellness couch, um, just because of everything you know going on and you know whatever is happening with the busyness and and uh, risk reward and all that stuff. But wellness guys, I've never actually felt. Um, I've always felt that I wanted to do that for a long time. I don't know when it will end, um, but uh, you know, it's one of those things. I, I sort of kept that. If I ever kept, quit the couch, I would still want to be on you, the wellness guys. You guys are like home and away and neighbors now, though. It's like now that you've been going for two hundred episodes, it's just you can't stop. It's just it, it has to keep going forever. Well, it like, will stop. Elf, it will stop. Home and away will never go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Harold. <laughs> All right then. So, All right, so who's Elf Stewart? <laughs> Um, 
Yeah, Britta, you spoke about the the feedback that that was really the fuel that that has kept you going. I'd love to know you guys, and you'll probably have to think about this. But first, one who can come up with an answer? Um, your most humbling feedback, like the feedback where you've literally been, it it has it has stopped you. Because I know we always say when people give us feedback, like thank you, because this really is what keeps us going. I mean, as you said, you're doing free podcasts at ten or ten thirty on a Sunday night. You don't earn a cent from it. You do it for out of the love of your heart to share this with people. But what kind of feedback have you received that has absolutely made a, an, an indelible impact on you? Well, I'll go first. For me, it's always the ones, as much as there's been so many of them, like it's so hard to find one. But the ones that really get me, I guess, are the ones where people talk about their kids and the impact this is having on their families. So, you know, even just really recently, there was a, there was a post on social media from Helen Alavaki, who is soon to be the uh, president of the Chiropractors Association of Australia, which is really exciting. And she was just talking about how she was on a road trip and her daughter was listening to the wellness guys and, and just, you know, how that was impacting them and, and how the sort of information they were getting and what they were sharing. And, and I think she said she was listening to Taylor Swift at the same time, if yeah, I remember rightly. That was cool. And, yeah. um, but, but it's those sort of messages. Like for me, it's not even the – I mean, there was always – obviously there was huge feedback that we got when we did that 100th episode and we had, you know, Brad Paul on and, and we got a number of other people sending us in their stories and they were – massive sort of life-changing stories but for me it's always been the ones that are about kids and people have been taking some of our information and sharing it with schools and community groups and and just anything that's involving the kids and the families is is really what fires my belly I think and just has really inspired me throughout the journey so it's probably not one particular one because there's been so many of them throughout the last 200 episodes but but that's sort of the general theme that I think really excites me. What about you LT? Are we talking about feedback, good feedback, or are we talking about bad feedback here? No, just like <laughs> someone's come up to you and said, you know, you've changed my life on the wellness guys, or you, you know, you anything, interviewed this person. And is there anything especially that got you, LT? <laughs> 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 Do you remember that? Remember hashtag, that feedback? Hashtag. Remember that feedback that we oh, got? Oh, actually, yes, oh, I do. Oh, they do <laughs> blew now. me away that one. I couldn't believe it. I was like, are you serious? Oh yeah. Yeah, I know the one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I got a feedback on, on my uh, Chinglish um, <laughs> at once, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I think we talked about it on Inside Champions One. I'm pretty yeah, sure we did I in a whole episode. Well, I know one she did, person. No, she, she did, apologized. She apologized. She, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, the feedbacks, you know, I think the the biggest feedback I get, I think that cha- that really lifts me is the same, similar to to Brett is the, um, when you actually meet people like. When you meet them um, at the summit um, or at an event, um, and they come up to you and they say, "You know, I, you know, I'm doing my life has changed because of you know you guys, and it led me down a path, a journey onto to wellness." Or they, uh, I remember this this one uh, this one person talked about how they're implementing you know uh, strategies and exercise into schools. You know, that was back in the Go Coast. Uh, there's and we get these Facebook uh, messages from people on how. Um, you know, after a year listening to us and they, you know, they embarked on a journey of, you know, uh, wellness and, and, you know, they're changing the lives of the kids and st- things like that. Just absolutely just they go on, holy crap, because, because we just do this, right? We just three guys and we just sit down and we record and we just put it out there and we publish it. And we don't really go online that much to, to kind of look for feedback or anything. Cause you know, we're not, I don't know. I actually, I don't even remember when the last time we actually looked at a comment in a sense of, you know, looking for our ratings and stuff, even though we, we kind of say, Hey, you know, give us a rating, but it's not, it's not about that. I think for us is it's just about, you know, getting the information out there and, um, and, and just, you know, hopefully someone's listening. And when you get those feedback back, you just start to recognize that 
man, people are listening and we are actually changing people's lives, and which is awesome. What about you, Damo? Yeah, it's good. Well, as LT was talking then, I was thinking of all the people that I've met in my practice. And, um, and yep, definitely the summit and the breakthrough, they've been really big events for us. And particularly uh, me, I get you know quite nostalgic when I think about those sorts of events because you know I remember the, the, um, the Gold Coast one that we did our very first summit and, uh, and how we all came away pretty buzzy, even though we were quite challenged by it at the same time. We thought, oh, we can definitely do something bigger and better than that. And then we did the first Melbourne one, then the second Melbourne one. Now we're, you know, arranging our third Melbourne one. And, uh, and we've done a breakthrough. And all of that's been great. But the people that have come into my practice, I've just absolutely loved. And I'm thinking of a lot of those people at the moment thinking, yeah, wow, some of those personal stories that they've shared with me um, while we've been, you know, consulting. Uh, it, is, it really is um, incredibly warming, but also not just beyond those personal stories where people have then gone, you know what, I'm going to open a gym or I'm going to go and learn MoveNet or I'm going to go and um, teach students at my school um, a better way to eat or I'm going to try and uh, reshape the way in which people are, are thinking about things, you know, based on what I've heard from Lawrence, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, the, the message is bigger and better and, you know, now that – I mean, obviously the wellness guys then spawned the wellness couch and the wellness couch um, is, is an amazing platform and – um, and so whilst we've created the Wellness Guys, I'm so happy that off the back of the Wellness Guys, we've got the Wellness Couch, which is delivering so much more information. I love well, it. there's a couple of things a couple of things to bring up there, but let's talk about the Wellness Summits first because I think… Oh, can know, we? It, can we talk about diets? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> 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 um, but let's just talk about the impact that these summits have had on people's lives because again I can probably you know I could probably say that when you started the wellness guys you didn't even think that there would be such a thing as a wellness summit you kind of maybe thought it's a good idea but I don't know that it was probably uh when episode one came out you were thinking about it but holy moly when you look back now and you think of what kind of impact being in real people's lives on real human experiences in a in a real room and talking to real people um what an impact these events have had on people's lives, hey? Uh, it's, no, <laughs> <laughs> I, I still remember the, the – I didn't want to steal Damien's thunder there. So um, <laughs> I think I still remember the very first Gold Coast, um, the, the wellness summit that we actually put together in the Gold Coast. And, um, and, and this woman comes up to us and the way she drove – I think she, the flights were canceled. And she drove from um, all the way from I think it was Newcastle. Uh, was it? I mean, it was Newcastle. Yeah, she came from Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah, 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 from Newcastle yeah. all the way to to the Gold Coast uh, for the summer. She wasn't going to miss it. And honestly, it was that was amazing. That was amazing because was she's she, she 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 talked to me just before we went on before we started, and she told me her story, mm. and honestly, it made me cry. And I literally got on the stage for like with tears in my eyes, and that's when I knew, that's like the first moment that I knew that we're changing people's lives. Like, you know, we were getting good wow. feedback and all stuff, but, you know, that's, you know, it's nice to hear. But when she told her, you know, the story and just what, how, what you know, how, it, how we've impacted her life and how she's impacting the lives of the people that, you know, she's teaching and, and that honestly was the first impact and going, man, we're onto something in the sense that we're actually doing something. And, and it was a, it was a beginning of, um, a legacy that uh, I wanted to create and I want to be part of. The, Absolutely. Can I just say, it occurred to me that probably one of the um, most exciting things for me about even beyond a summit and even beyond a uh, 
a breakthrough was when we met Kiara Lee Song. And she yeah. had changed her fa- – she was only, what, was she 13 at the time, 13 or 14 at the time, probably 13 or 12. I think she might have been 12. 12. Yeah. And she'd been listening to the Wellness Guide. And she then, from that information that she'd collected and the, all the information that she'd heard from us, decided she was going to change her family. And so she changed her mum and her dad and the family. And then off the back of a 12-year-old, she influenced the whole family, which then in turn has influenced a whole practice of people that um, that, that visited this chiropractor's practice. And, you know, to hear that we're influencing not only people at, uh, at 30, 40, 50 years old, but also, you know, in their early teens and then into their 20s, like that's phenomenal. Like that blows my mind. Yeah, yeah. For and sure. I think it's fair to say that, as kind of LT was hinting at, we had absolutely no idea of the kind of impact we were having until we got to that first summit, and people started telling us these stories, and we kind of went, "Oh, wow!" Like, because you, you do, you just sit there and you record, and, and you really kind of forget that people are listening, and, and you certainly don't get the the level of feedback or the depth of feedback that you do when you actually sit down one-on-one with someone at a summit and they actually tell you their story and they tell you what's changed and how it's affected them and, you know, you, you look them in the face and see their emotion of, of how they feel about that and, and how that's really affected them. And I know, certainly for me, I had no concept of the amount of um, impact we were having until we got to that first summit. And, and as the boys said, that's that's the best thing for those live events, whether it's the summit or whether it's the breakthrough. You know, I, I think I get more out of it than any of the participants because, you know the the amount of uh, inspiration I get from going to something like that and hearing those stories and hearing just the changes these people are making and the the work that they're doing. You know, I'm I'm humbled by the by their journey and and by the amount of change they've made and by the amount of you know their confidence and their certainty and their um you know their their effort that they put into making those changes is absolutely inspiring. Mm, I th- I definitely can name three major things. Like one was when we had um, the Wellness Summit in Melbourne, the very fir- the first one we did in Melbourne when 600 people showed up. I was sitting in the back of the room with you guys yeah. and yeah. I was blown away by the amount of people in this room. It was sold out. It was packed. Mm. Couldn't find an, an empty seat. And I was like, boys, <laughs> like this is amazing. Like this is what we created, which is phenomenal. Number two was the Wellness Breakthrough that we just, we just had a few months yeah. back. I you know, that. getting like, that really intimate with <laughs> with with the people there and spending a few days with them um you know and everybody would just like it was just great people it was just great to hang out and being able to change lives um and and go deep onto um you know specific issues um and the third thing is the wellness couch i mean i got to say that being able to create a, a platform for amazing people uh, to be able to become host of their own show and to be able to allow them to spread their own message and create a legacy for themselves, I think it's 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 brilliant. I'm really excited to see where the Wellness Couch is going to go in the, in the near future. You've done a great job, guys. I think coming up with the Wellness Couch was absolutely uh, just a genius stroke. I've just got to ask who who's going to take credit for the Wellness Couch um, idea. Oh, I don't know if it was yeah, mine. Lawrence. No, no, I don't. I don't know about that. But I, I think that the All right, idea Brett, came. Brett. Oh, I reckon the idea <laughs> definitely wasn't mine. probably came from our fans because literally we were yeah. getting bugged, as Lawrence said before. We we're getting bugged by people saying you can't just have your show once a week. You've got to do it every day. You've got to do it three times a week. Like yeah. we were getting bugged so much for more content that I, I think that was really minutes, the driver so for the Wellness Couch. Was we kind of went well. We can't do that. Like we're struggling enough to get one a week in here. We're going to have to get other people in here to help us. That's right. And and I remember the first person I called was Cindy, 
and um, and I said, Cindy, like we're thinking about expanding, and we'll love to for you to host your own show. And it's funny because at the same moment, she was thinking about having her own podcast, anyways. And she actually already had Karen and Kim in mind, and uh, so we just had a chat, and that's how it started. I think up for a chat was the very first podcast on other than the wellness guys on the wellness couch, I believe. Yep. Um, and, um, and then we just kind of did, did our, we all had our own pitch for our own shows, which is uh, sort of what our, our main interests were. And, uh, and that's how it started. And uh, it was just recognizing that we, you know, we wanted to kind of change, you know, the world, I guess you want to say, but we also recognized that we're only three people, you know, and we needed to leverage um, other expertise and uh, other people to expand and, and reach the world, you know, the rest of the world. So uh, we thought that we needed more people to help. And that's where the idea came from. You've done an absolutely phenomenal job, guys. Um, just, yeah, I can't thank you enough. I mean, I first heard about you guys as a listener, just like anyone else. Um, obviously, knew Damien through my beautiful Sarah studying with Damo, but uh You've done an absolutely phenomenal job in making 200 episodes of The Wellness Guys. I've got to ask you, what what's next? I mean, and, and this is stuff that not the, the four of us have spoken about, but when you think about what's next for The Wellness Guys, what comes to mind? This is being the last episode, right? No, sorry. Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you something funny. That was good. <laughs> that was great. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, Rod Laver Arena. Um, so I think that uh, I think that at some point we will be able to do a wellness summit at Rod Laver Arena. Now it might not be the whole arena, but it, it could just be one of the rooms off the side. But I'm, I'm looking forward to that. You want to go bigger, Damo? Did you want to talk about your wellness summit dates? Because you keep on wanting to talk about it. So, so yeah, August uh, 15, 16 this year, two thousand fifteen. Can't wait. At Rod Laver Arena. Rod Laver Arena. Um, <laughs> before next year, MCG, um, uh, 2016 MCG. So uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to that. Now, well, seriously, August 15, 16, 2015 um, at MCEC, uh, Melbourne Convention Exhibition Centre. And uh, we, are, we are locked and loaded, ready to go. No more changing of the dates. We've changed it already for you, Jody Bassel, and, um, and we're, we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys want to say anything else on what your vision for the you know for the wellness guys going forward is? Because I think people have had two hundred magnificent episodes. Um, Brett, I know you do a lot of the research, a lot of the guests, um, you know, hunting them down and waking them up in the morning to if they're in America to come on and chat to you. But what what do you think people can expect? You know, um, over the next year or two, in terms of what kind of guests would you love to get on? What kind of topics would you love to discuss as the wellness guys continues to grow? Oh look, I think um, I think the kind of the wellness guys are kind of old hat now. You know, the new shows have come on board. We're just going to kind of cruise along in the background. I, I imagine us kind of sitting back, putting our feet up, putting on some slippers, you know, smoking a pipe, and you know, just just chilling. <laughs> I was say cigar, you know, but you know, our show is just going to cruise along, and all these other exciting shows, I think, are the future of the wellness couch. You know, we, we're kind of the old guys now. The you know the vitality hackers and all these young pups coming through are going to take Kyle, over. Kyle I reckon. Brock. Kyle Brock. Kyle Brock. Well, there's people that, you know, there's 16 16 podcasts on the couch now. So we must, you know, honestly say that it's almost impossible for people to listen to all 16 shows every week. So you guys just want to make sure that you keep on top of your game so people continue to tune into yours every week, boys. Oh, that's for sure. I think, you know, we've got to step up and, uh, you know, we've got uh, competition from our own couch and, uh, you know, we've got to definitely step up. But, you know, to be honest with you, I think where the wellness guy is going to go is um, is that we are going to find, you know, more relevant speakers, uh, you know, I guess, interviewees. Uh, that's really going to be really important to to really kind of 
stay fresh. And also too, then a podcast is such, uh, there's so many podcasts out there right now. And I think we're going to need to dive into topics that, you know, we never explored before. And, but you know, one of the things you'll probably start to see is that, you know, we really recognize that we can't be, um, all three of us on the same time all the time. So we might do some uh, individual interviews, especially because we travel so much now and uh, we actually have access to them live. You know, you know, Brett was uh, at the paleo, uh, you know, the tour and, you know, he had access to certain people that uh, we normally wouldn't be able to get on a show. And it's right there. We might get to do some more uh, individual interviews, which I think would be great. Well, well done. You've done a sensational job and, um, yeah, congratulations on 200 magnificent episodes of The Wellness Guys. Well done to you all. Well, thanks, Marcus. Thanks for, Mar- for you know, being on the show and uh, hosting this one. But more importantly, I think the two, we would not have gone uh, have reached this milestone without you guys, our listeners and our fans. Um, and it's just an amazing, uh, for us to hear the feedbacks every single week, uh, from the Facebook messages, the posts, your engagement online. Um, you know, we definitely read them. We, we see your engagement and, uh, you spreading the message, uh, to your families, your friends and, uh, other people, which is what we loved to, to really expand. I love to see wellness guys, um, you know, really getting massive to, to the people that needs to hear it because I believe that, you know, our mission was to change people's lives and we'd love to, for you to, to share that and, uh, you know, love to see you at the wellness summit. Uh, that's the one place where we can actually get to hang out and meet you face to face. Uh, we're not, it's not one of those places where you just come and you just listen to us. It's a place where we are, all the speakers are always around. We're always in the, you know, just hovering and you can come up to us and talk to us and we're always there. So it's one of those places where, (laughs) <laughs> Look at his hair. It touches his smooth porcelain skin. <laughs> touch you start amazing. to recognize that I'm not hair. Mr. Perfect and that Damo is the Mr. Perfect. No, no, not at all. And he's got his shiny <laughs> shoes, brand new suit. It'll be amazing. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We're running out of time, boys. Since, um... <laughs> hey, just a quick question. Given that this is 200 episodes, right? Does that mean that 208 will be four years? It is uh, coming up. Yeah. July. So, should we do something for four years? I'm sure we will. I'm Great. sure we will. So, well, the reason why I'm polite, like, kind of sneaking this in is maybe we could actually hear from our listeners. Um, because off the back of this, you know, we've been thinking about, you know, what's the feedback we've had. But I'd like to know what sort of changes people have made in four years. Why not? There you go. That's, That's a good that sounds one. like a good plan. Go to, uh, why don't you go to facebook.com slash the wellness guys or the wellness couch to let us know what you think. And, uh, you know, Let's uh, let's talk about what we want for the four year, fourth year episode, which is coming up very, very shortly. Uh, sh- share this podcast with your friends, families, and other strangers you think need a wellness update. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Now, although we don't always look at it, but it's really important for us to be searchable online, go give us a five-star rating and also leave a comment there on iTunes. Until next week, begin creating wellness into your lives. Lead by example and let's change the world's health together. Join us next week on The Wellness Couch. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.